The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Well, the outcome was not very good. We got slapped by the fish, and not only the fish, we got slapped hard by the fish. We're going to hit on that and a little more here on this show, 327. Raider Nation, on today's show we will have tidbits, well I'm changing it to pissed bits, I'm pissed and you get a little bit of that, and of course we're going to have the post game for The Fish, how ugly, and I don't even want to get started here because I won't stop, and then a pregame for The Pack, <laughs> well you know what that's going to be all about, and the, <laughs> the bone line, well needless do I need to say, So it's off the hook. We have everybody saying all the same things. And of course, we'll end with that. We did a little therapy up in the house. What do you think? Okay, man, you know me. I'm pissed. I'm pissed about this tidbit. And here's what it is. This Rolanda McClain horse crap. I mean, we all said the same thing. Yeah, he shouldn't have been there. He was there for a funeral. Go to the funeral and come home, man. Every time you go home, you have an issue, McClain. And, you know, he played pretty well in his beginning, but he really hasn't been developing as a linebacker, quite honestly. This last game proves that uh, he was not there. Didn't need to be there. He should have sat on the bench and lost his check. I understand that the coach is trying to be uh, give some hard love, but bullshit, man. This might have cost us entire game with our the play caller for the defense in another world. You know, <laughs> come on, man. It's time, I know you don't want to hear it, but you know it's time for the post-game, or in this case, I must say, post-mortem for this game. Oh. My. Gosh. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, number one. Yes, Well, Nation, I don't really know where to start. There's so many places I can. Uh, let's just first start with the biggest bonehead in the room. That would be Chuck Brainless Man. As you might remember, 
He was born without a brain. And here he is, the man without a brain. This individual has virtually no brain and uh, does have a low IQ but is still you know, managing to survive. The brain was capable of adapting and allowing them to lead relatively normal life. The man without a brain. The absolute worst defensive coordinator I have ever seen in my freaking life. I don't even know what to say. I mean, this was the number one, I think, reason that we lost this game. This game should have been 34-0. to zero. You all know that. The two late touchdowns were just gimmies. I mean, come on, man. What an embarrassing performance by the defensive unit. Absolutely shameful. Uh, starting with the clown, Rolando McLean, and ending with the second clown in the circus. Seymour, <laughs> and of course, McLean. Seymour for punching someone ejected from the game. And McLean, I just don't think he ever got under his feet or he never got his head straight because it didn't look like the defensive was ready for anything that the Miami Dolphins had in store for him. Bill Romanowski with us. It's the Roman Report on 95.7 The Game. Do you think Richard Seymour got suckered into throwing the punch that led to his ejection? You know what? I, I watched it over and over again. And, you know, the guy's got him kind of locked in, and he's holding him. He's just trying to get the guy off him. And I've had that happen to me probably 25 times where I'm taking, you know, literally, it's almost like you're taking a punch at somebody, but what you're really trying to do is get him off you. And, you know, he clearly had him locked in by the pads, by his shoulder pads or his jersey, and he was trying to get him off him. And, you know, so whether that be a swing or kind of a hard push, it's a little unclear. It was a absolute blowout, beating, face plant, reaming, ass-kicking. You call it what you will. But you know what you saw on Sunday. Miami's offense rolled up points like they were rolling up doobies in the Bahamas. (laughs) I don't even remember the first first down for the Oakland Raiders. It must have been into the second quarter, it seemed like. The Dolphins were 3-8 and coming into this contest. And I kept hearing that the Dolphins were going to beat us. And I'm thinking to myself... Oh, no way, man. Come on. We should roll these guys up as long as we come with our game. Hello. The Denver Broncos, incidentally, are now atop the AFC West with a tiebreaker being the beatings that they put on us with, yes, the man you hear all fucking week long, Tim Teabag. Yeah. Yeah. San Diego obviously looked very good last night. Do you think, Romo, now you got the Raiders 7-5, and five, Denver 7-5, and five, the Chiefs and the Chargers are both 5-7. and seven. How many teams, how many of those four teams, in your mind, are legitimately in the race for the AFC West division crown? You know, to me, it's uh, really 
the Raiders and the Broncos. And people are asking me, well, who would you pick? Well, right now, with the Broncos being really hot, playing really good defense, and they got the whole, you know, the Tim Tebow, and you have to give them the lead. But guess what? If the Raiders get healthy, there's no team in the NFL that can stop that offense when they got all their weapons. Who's the most important Raider to get healthy, would you say? And is Darren McFadden, McFadden. is it, is it going to be possible Absolutely. for him to get healthy? You know what? I don't know if it's going to happen this week, but it's got to happen for them, for them to really make a dent in, uh, in this run here. Uh, I really do believe that. As good as Bush is, and he's a great number two, he cannot carry you into the playoffs. He cannot get you there. What happened to our team? I mean, what happened to our team? Romo, why do you think it appeared that the Raiders were not ready to play the Dolphins on Sunday? You know what? They had a great week of practice. They prepared. They were ready. And when they hit that field, nothing happened. Nobody went out and made plays. And so you don't have an explanation on that. It's like when I played in San Francisco, if Joe Montana had a bad game, we lost. Because Joe Montana was the leader of our football team. And when we were clicking on offense, the entire team worked. It all worked. Offense, defense, special teams. But he was the catalyst. In Denver, when John Elway did not make plays and didn't do his thing, we struggled and we usually lost. Well, guess what? The offensive line struggled. They were getting pressure on Carson. He was ineffective. And the Miami Dolphins are a pretty good football team. Romo, I want to ask you about the the rushing attack because that's been the Raiders' go-to all year long, but it didn't seem to show up in Miami. Why was that? You know, a great point. I, I don't know. Um, you know, see, what you have is running the football, you have to be able to stretch the field once in a while. But if your running attack is only between the tackles, hey, teams can can put guys in the box and say, we're going to take that away, and we're going to make you beat us with guys like Chaz Schillens, Lewis Murphy, Boss, and guess what? They couldn't do it. This looks vaguely familiar like the last time we took a shit on the field, which was when we were preparing for the game after that. I mean, I just think maybe possibly Hugh, Mr. Bubbles. I was disappointed in performance, and like I said, it starts with me. We didn't play very well you know, on either side of the ball or special teams. And I know everybody wants a, a candid answer about why, you know. And sometimes you don't, you don't find out why. What you do is um, you look at the things that you need to do. Uh, some old issues cropped up again. We didn't stop the run on defense. Couldn't run the ball very well on offense. Uh, that team made us one-dimensional. And uh, obviously we had an issue or two on special teams. And then uh, things started to snowball. And uh, very unfortunate because that's not what you expect from a team that was seven and four and planning to become eight and four and continue their their uh, run towards the FC West title. Hugh, Mr. Bubbles, Jackson, 
was preparing for Green Bay and really not really preparing for the Dolphins, even though I know they were. But I think his mind and everyone else's mind was on the following contest. Wrong. The Dolphins just beat the living crap out of the Raiders on both sides of the offensive line. There was no push and no urgency at all. Michael Bush, come on. At 18 yards on 10 carries, man. 18 freaking yards. And Carson Palmer was not all that good either as far as getting the ball to anybody. For three quarters, he was 11 for 28. 120 yards through three quarters. And, of course, the last couple minutes of the game in the fourth quarter, they let him open up for 153 yards. So if you look at the stats... It's definitely not the reality of this game. Our team came out like deers in the headlights, like they were some punk team. I don't know who these guys were. I, You know what? Jekyll and Hyde? It's no use, Jekyll. You know it's no use. Tell them what happened. I beg of you, Jekyll. Tell them who you are. Tell them what you've done. I've done nothing. I'm Dr. Jekyll. I'm Dr. Henry Jekyll, I tell you. You're looking for a man named Hyde. We've been saying it all season. Will these guys ever put a game together, a true game? Yes, we have injuries. Green Bay had all kinds of injuries last year. Don't give me the injury horse crap. I ain't buying it. (laughs) This team is better than that. They couldn't find a way to use Marcel Reese. I mean, I didn't see enough of Reese all freaking day long. Marcel Reese joining us in the wheelhouse. Marcel, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Good, man. All right, we've been trying to figure this out for the last couple of days, so so give us your theory on it. What what happened in that Dolphins game? You know, um, I just think it was a it was it was a thing where where every team goes through where you just don't execute and. Um, we we have we we have no excuses for ourselves and and uh, we can't worry about anyone else. We just got to go out there and play Raider football. And we didn't do that, and we're going to pay the price for it. And and uh, you know we just got to win out. Talking with Hugh, and I know you guys probably had a team meeting and stuff, so you guys probably spoke to him. What is what is the biggest concern? Is this team healthy enough to make this playoff push, Marcel? What is your what is your thoughts? You know what. Um, in this business, in this game, you know, there's always setbacks. There's there's trials and tribulations. There's always going to be injuries, and um, like like I keep saying to everyone, there there's no excuses for this team. We have we're blessed to have so many playmakers on this team that when someone goes down, next man has to step up and make plays, and uh, that's one thing that that we have to we have to go back to doing is just making plays, helping our quarterback, and, and making those those big plays for him and and. Uh, Offensively, we got to keep our defense off the field. You know, we got to convert on third down. We have to keep ourselves in manageable third downs and stay on schedule. And um, you know, I put it put it on on ourselves and um, the leaders and playmakers on this team to to step it up and, and make it happen. Good enough to be joined by Mar- Mar- Marcel Reese, the matchup nightmare number forty five, fullback and more uh, for the Raiders. By the way, follow him on Twitter at Cell Reese uh, forty five. What is the? Are you guys angry, or what is the mentality now as you face this week? You know what? I can't really say it's angry. I, I would more so say disappointment because um, if if you look at our games this year, we've had so many games that that we should have won, and we we could play the shoulda, woulda, coulda game all day. But you know, it has to come down to us finishing games and and playing good football, and that you know, and um, 
they came out there and, and they're more physical than us. And um, we have to go out there and, um, you know, just, just get back to playing us, get back to running the football, pounding the football, and beating teams up. Do you think, Marcel, that, you know, putting you in the backfield and putting two receivers to one side and uh, motion you out so you could uh, get matched up with linebackers, is that, do you do you feel, or do you have you spoke with, you know, Hugh Jackson has an open-door policy. Have you said, you know, Coach, put two receivers to the side, put us in eye, let me motion to the single by all by myself, and now it's going to demand a linebacker on me for, you know, or do, have you had that conversation? You know, Coach Jackson and I talk, talk a lot, and, um, you know, about everything, you know, especially about football and game plan and, and what he thinks I can do, what I feel that, that, uh, that I can do. And, and, um, he always presents a great plan for us. He always has different things in the plan for us. And, um, you know, I haven't been getting the linebacker on me too many, too much. And, you know, just like last week, they, they came down and they put a linebacker out in front and they rolled the coverage to me with a safety. So, um, Coach Jackson will have a game plan and, and whatever he decides he wants to do, whether it's keeping me in the backfield or motioning me out or putting me in the slot, whatever it may be, you know, I'm going to go out there and, and, and do it and try and help my team make plays, whether it's getting the ball or, or just blocking and protecting Mike Bush. A question for you. Now, I'm hearing rumors that. The whole team now is going to start going to church because Tim Tebow's got that uh, thing going. <laughs> <laughs> is the Raiders are the, are the Raiders? Are we finding are we finding more religion there? Do we you know this is Tim Tebow magic? Is it kind of you know getting a little scary for you all? You know, to, our religion is spirituality. It has nothing to do with. Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sal, I love you, man. We needed an edge guy, and guess what? He is. He's an edge guy. I mean, give me the travel across the country horse shit, and I will give you championship teams. I mean, I even hate to pull it out of my mouth, but the 49ers have been traveling all over the fucking place and winning. It's my fault. It's my job. And like I said, it starts with me. It's my fault that we look like absolute shit on Sunday. Come on, Hugh. What the hell is going on with this team? I mean, unbelievable how the defense of the Bears pales in comparison to the defense of the Fish. And he, you know, here's another fucking stat you got to love. How about this one? I think we played Miami for the last 23 games we played them. We've won them, I think, one time out of 23 contests. I think we beat him once, maybe twice. Wrong. Hey, there's an idea. Whenever you give a wrong stat, I'll come in with the buzzer. What do you guys think about that idea? I think they like it, Greg. So anyway, the last 23 games, you said the Raiders won one or two games against the Dolphins. Well, you know I had to look it up. 10 wins Raiders, 13 wins Dolphins. Better luck next time, Mr. Stat. (laughs) (laughs) What is it with the fish? I don't get it. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me, but I'll tell you one thing. On our side, we were pathetic, and that doesn't even say it right. And you know what? I, I love this team. I love the guys in this team. I know we have a lot of injuries, but, you know, this game, you got to put up a fight, man. Don't tell me we got injuries and then lay down for a team like Miami. 
and get embarrassed. I mean, that was embarrassing. I mean, think of the Raider fans in Miami. By the way, the Raider Nation showed up huge in Miami, like they always do from everywhere. Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, they travel. People go, <laughs> people travel from the East Coast, Georgia, Virginia, Washington, D.C. It was packed with Raider Nation who witnessed this debacle. People coming in from England overseas because it's close. It's right there on the East Coast United States. What a flop for that bunch of Raider fans. I'm sure I know they were rocking and having a great time in the parking lot. I'm sure it was a blast in Miami. Been there, done that. A absolute great time. But the game, you got to at least put up a fight, Raiders. Come on, man. You got to put up a fight, brother. And on the internet, people it's calling me, you know, the turncoat, jump off the bandwagon, blah, 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 blah. Please, please, man, open your fucking eyes and see what's happening here. You know what? The next games we have are crucial and brutal. We got the Chiefs, which aren't playing great, but hey, don't have to play great to beat the shit out of us. The Chargers on a rebound and the Broncos are leading the division. Really, we're not tied. And they got an easier schedule. What the hell happened in this game? The defensive front was absent. Moore looked like Joe Montana. He had, I'm sitting here thinking, why doesn't he just take a sip of lemonade before he throws the ball? Because he had that freaking long to look for a receiver. Our secondary had no chance of doing anything because this guy was free as a bird. There was no pressure at all. I don't know Bresnahan's deal is, but I'm going to tell you right now, Jack Del Rio's been fired, and I think we should pick his ass up yesterday and fire this brainless man guy now. He needs to leave yesterday, and we need to get someone in here that can do the job and Del Rio would be the perfect man for this job. We have a lot of injured players, man. And here's here's the thing, man. During this game, I'm thinking as we're getting beat up big time and slammed and pushed around, I'm thinking to myself, you know, what poor timing we had as a team that we had these injuries all happen and it culminated at a time when we needed these players the absolute most. But it also brings me back to a, a, a position of, man, the easy games we could have won in the early part of the season. The Chiefs, the Broncos, we could have beat the Broncos. I don't give a shit what anybody says. We got a better team than the Broncos. When we're all here with McFadden, Moore, Ford, there's no way they can beat us. Absolutely no way they should be able to beat us. But they beat us at home, both those fucking teams. Giveaway games, giveaway games that we knew would come around and bite us in the ass right now. So the injuries really didn't really were a consequence. You can use that excuse all you want because when we needed those games early in the year, we we lost McFadden at the Chiefs game, and we didn't use Bush effectively, and we did not pass the ball enough because, of course, the quarterback situation happened. I mean, all of the things that came down to make this 
you know, Carson Palmer not being ready, oh, on and on and on. And, of course, you know, our backup quarterback. I'm not going to say his name. But, you know, here we are. We lost. Okay. We got beat bad. Okay. Uh, we lost. We should have gotten no points, and they were gracious enough to give us two touchdowns. Why that didn't happen earlier, well, I guess, I don't know. They didn't want to play earlier. I don't have any idea what happened to this team. I don't want to happen to the, the fierceness, the build a bully. But today, or that game was bully shit all the way down the line. And it plainly lands in the coaching staff because these guys didn't look like they didn't know anything. They didn't see any film. They didn't look at anything as far as the Dolphins go. They, they were absolutely unprepared for every play the Dolphins played. It's like they were, a, they didn't know. They're looking at formations. McLean's looking around going, what's that? What's this? Absolutely bamboozled. Unbelievable. So, you know, this game is over. We got to count this game gone down the road. Oh, well, another chance for us to have our own destiny, to control it in our own hands. To, And that's what happened. Our own destiny was in our hands, and then we dropped it. We dropped it bad. Actually, we threw it out of our hand while we were running away from the Dolphins. I, I just don't know what happened. I can't even explain it. I don't even want to think about it. It was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. And, you know, I thought it couldn't get any worse, and Jekyll and Hyde shows up again, and, oh, well, here we are. So now what? So now what do we do? The chances of getting the playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? are extremely bleak at this time. And it's looking more and more like we might end up to be a 500 team again like last year. Not quite the team I thought we had. Not quite the team you thought we had. And, well, it is what it is. We are now at the mercy of other teams, which we never want to be at. And then we also have to win some tough games up ahead. And, uh, well, there you go. That's the end of that. A lot of people are saying the season is over. A lot of people saying have the faith. You know what? I'm somewhere in between. I just, you know, I don't know who this team is. I don't know. Maybe maybe the, the hide can come out. It's no use, Jekyll. Maybe it's Jekyll. I don't know. We'll just have to see. We shall see. But I'll tell you this. I am extremely disappointed. I mean, totally disappointed, and I didn't even go. So I can imagine those people who spent all the money to go to that game and watch that. Yeah. And that is all I have to say about that. You mentioned the great quarterbacks, Romo, Elway, and what, what they can do. Well, another great quarterback is in the news again today. Brett Favre's name's been thrown out there as a possibility that there is maybe some communication with the Bears. Are you buying any of that? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> i got to listen to one more Brett Favre comeback. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. This is the pregame for the <laughs> oh gosh, the contest between the Oakland Raiders and the Pack. Oh brother. I love my Green Bay Packers. Who won the first Super Bowls ever played? I love my Green Bay Packers. 
tigers. We take our opposition and crunch them like they're crackers. That's why I love my Green Bay Packers. All right, Raider Nation, here it is. Here it is in the doggone nutshell. Do you think that I could possibly have a plan? Do you think I have the oracle of wisdom of the NFL that I can somehow channel all types of wisdom and knowledge from Landry and all these other old coaches? I wish I could. But the task is obvious. The percentages are bleak. And to go to Lambeau, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field and play a team that is undefeated and beaten everyone and some pretty good teams, to say the least. Uh, well, it's a tall order, but, you know, the Oakland Raiders are super freaks, and I don't know if we're going to have anybody ready to play this game. I mean, that's the question to me. If we have more, maybe come back, or Ford. Uh, I know McFadden's not coming back, so four, maybe, maybe both of them, I pray, will be on their way back. I, I I just hope that we can put together uh, a game. I, a Jones, I hope he comes back because we need a, 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 a slash back. We need someone who's quick on the edge. We need to have an edge runner for sure. The Green Bay Packers are undefeated, and yes, it looks pretty fucking bleak. And yes, you know, the, the odds definitely are not going to be in our favor, especially after the turkey that landed last week. But like everyone in the NFL knows, including the Packers, the Raiders could just freak out all over them. And and it could be ugly for them just because we're pissed about the last game. I don't know. I really don't know who's going to show up at Lambeau. I don't know if it's going to be the old of the last seven, well, actually now going on nine years, eight years, too many years, the Raiders that fold up and blow away at the end of the year because there's nothing to play for? Are these going to be the Raiders that realize that maybe we got a chance or at least give us a fucking game, will you please? That's all I'm asking. I mean, if you get beat, fine, but don't lay down like you did for the fish. Come on, man. You Jackson, I'm I'm telling you, I'm expecting at least a contest here. Is it too much to ask that a team fights every single down? Is it too much to ask that you show effort? That that the fans can feel that you're trying your very best. Is it too much to ask to have a team go out there and not want to look like punks like they did last week? That's all I'm hoping. I'm hoping the Raiders come out. And they kick some ass at Lambeau Field. I'm hoping they surprise everybody, including us, especially us. Would that be something if the Oakland Raiders beat the undefeated Green Bay Packers? That would be something. But our team better be up for it. Our coaching staff better be up for it for show. Because uh, if, if Brainless Man is in control of the defense, we are in trouble. As you might remember, he was born without a brain. I I just don't know, man. I don't know, but I I know we got a chance. That's why we play the games. <laughs> That's why we watch the games. 
And that's why sometimes in the universe, if the moon and the stars align, you know, if the... <laughs> How about the Raiders and the Packers? How do the Raiders go about trying to become the first team to beat the Packers this season? Well, they need some help. They need some of their weapons back. I'd love to see Daenerys Moore, Jacoby Ford back to help give them a little bit of a deep threat. But what you have to do is you got to be able to run the football. The best way to beat the Packers is to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. If you're able to keep him off the field and cold and sitting on that bench, then you have a chance. But, uh, you know, they make a lot of plays on defense. You throw the football against them, I think you lose. Giants were effective because they had a real balanced attack against them. And uh, I think they're beatable. You just have to believe and you have to go out there. 50 men have to do it. And it's got to be offense, defense, and special teams. Did the Giants open up any uh, ideas for teams to beat the Packers with what they did this past Sunday, Romo? You know what? People win, guys. Players win. And guys have to go out there and make plays. And when you're able to make plays and execute, you can beat anybody. Okay? It's just that the margin of error when you play good football teams is very small. You can't make mistakes. You can't turn the ball over. Usually, a turnover against a team like the Packers, you turn the ball over once, you lose. You turn the ball over twice, you get beat by three touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers joining us in the wheelhouse here on 95.7 The Game. Aaron, how are you? Doing good. Well, this Sunday, you welcome the Raiders to town and the record for the team, 12-0, and going into this game against the Raiders. Is is the 16-0, and is that a goal for this team? Is it in the back of your mind uh, entering games? Uh, not really. I really don't think so. You know, and I'm speaking as honestly as I can here. You know, we're really focused on on more immediate goals than that. And, and we were able to wrap up a playoff, playoff spot last week, and because Detroit and Chicago lost, uh, we're also able to wrap up the division, which is important to us getting that home playoff game. And now I think our our goals shift to uh, wrapping up a first round bye, which we can do with the win this weekend. And if we're fortunate enough to be, uh, you know, sitting there at the end with an opportunity to go 16 and 0, then then that'll probably be the next goal. What do you see from the Raiders on Sunday? I see a team that, that has a, a very solid defense. They got a number of big names that, that uh, most fans would recognize. Um, they do a number. They have a multiple package on defense. Um, you know, man coverages, zone zone coverages, slide blitz coverages, different guys that like to bring in their pressure schemes. Uh, Cameron Wembley is a guy who gives them some versatility with his ability, his athletic ability, being able to drop in coverage or rush. Richard Seymour is playing uh, really well inside. Um, you know, they got they got a very solid team, so it's going to be a tough challenge for us. It always starts with us with protection, uh, making sure we can try and figure out who's coming and uh, make the the right adjustments there. And uh, you know, it's going to be cold, but uh, we're you know we're a pass first team, so we got to find ways to to move the ball effectively through the air. What are your thoughts on the Packers defense going into this week's game? You know, obviously it's it's a group that's won a Super Bowl and is is uh, very accomplished. A good group overall. Very good pass rushers. Obviously Charles Woodson can make plays, being the defensive uh, MVP of the league. Um, but just a good, very solid group. 
they make good plays in the balls. Um, you know, they, I wouldn't say they're a team that just jumps routes all over the place. They um, jump routes at the right time when the ball's coming their way. Um, but they force turnovers also. They're, they're a ball hawking defense. They know they want to get their offense the ball and, and what their offense can do with the ball. So they take chances and try to force fumbles and they're swinging at the ball and um, always taking opportunities trying to knock a ball loose. How do you avoid the, the, the critical mistake? Because teams have been able to put up points and yards, but they always seem to get a pick six or a pick in the end zone or something that'll swing the game their way. Yeah, that's, that's the tough thing to do. Um, obviously, when you win 12 games in a row, you, you figure some things out and, and you know how to play as a team. Statistically, it's not like it's the number one defense in the league, um, but it's a very good defense and a defense that understands how to play within their own game. And, and uh, when you add the offense and special teams units into it, um, but you, you just got to be patient. You know, you can't feel like they're going to score on every drive, so you need to score on every drive. You need to take what they give you. You need to, when you get the ball in your hands as, as receivers and running backs, you need to cover it up because you know they're coming after it. But don't feel like you need to, to score 14 points in one drive. You know, the, the most you can do is obviously score a touchdown a drive, and if you have to punt, you have to punt. Just from afar, seeing the way Aaron Rodgers is playing right now, what's your perspective on the kind of string he's put together in the last 12 games? Yeah, it's it's been uh, obviously second to none. I mean, he's he's playing at a level that that other guys haven't ever played the position at before, and um, you know you, you really you can look at his film and and you know us playing the the AFC or the NFC North this year, uh, you see a lot of Packer games, yeah. uh, and you know he's doing something that that nobody's been done before. Just what, what anything specifically that you look at and say, wow, you know? Everything. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> um, you know, avoiding pressures, getting rid of the ball, um, throwing the ball downfield, being accurate with the ball, throwing the ball towards the sidelines, um, running with it, everything, every facet of the game. You talk about you like challenges. What do you want to happen with the offense that hasn't happened thus far? Uh, just play consistently for four quarters. It's it's going to be a four quarter football game. Um, they're going to score points. You know, it's it's they're not it's not a game where you want to um, just be smart with the ball and and. Um, you know, hope your defense holds them. It's that's not the type of game it is. Um, but you need to play efficiently for four quarters, and, and we got to stay on the field and keep them off the field. And in, in that category, it's third down. You, you got to be successful on third down, staying out of third and long situations, being able to run the ball on first and second down is huge. Um, but just playing consistently for four to, for four quarters and, and being good on third down. You played at, at Lambeau a couple years ago. Actually, won there. It was early in the year. But what, what do you remember from just that, that experience and playing in a place like yeah, that? Yeah, it's my favorite place to play. Um, I've only been there, I think, two or three times, but um, just reeks with history. Uh, it's just a special place. It's a special atmosphere. The environment is great. Um, it's it's fun when it's cold. I'd rather it be more, you know, a little chillier than 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 warmer. Um, but just obviously, you know, with, with what's happened there and, and over the years, and there's been subtle changes to the stadium over the years, but um, just a, an awesome environment to play in. Is it encouraging to see the Giants take Green Bay kind of down with the wire? You know, they both, the Giants have lost a few games and kind of show that even though they're undefeated, they are, you know, vulnerable possibly. Yeah, it's encouraging. Um, but as the season goes on for them and the longer they stay undefeated, you know, the, the bigger that bullseye gets on their back because everybody's trying to be the one that knocks them off. Um, so I expect to see if, if they're going to go for that undefeated record um, and, and continue to play. Um, I expect games to be closer and closer because teams are going to give them everything they got. We're going to give them everything they got. We're going to go in and expect to win. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's tough to do as the, as the, as the season 
you know, gets later and later in the year. You saw it the last time a team was, was almost undefeated and uh, when New England was, was there. We expect to give them a run and, and uh, see how we stack up. If all is set in, in perfect harmony, the Raiders can win. I know it's a long shot, but gosh, you got to hope for your team, man. You got you to gotta hope that they can. And that's what I, I hope. I hope we at least, <laughs> at the very least, don't be an embarrassment. Don't make the Raider Nation have to go to work and listen to some, you know, I don't care, Charger fan or any other kind of fan that wants to launch a bunch of horse crap at you because your team folded up two games in a row. I, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. And they shouldn't want to deal with it either. So as far as beating the Packers, got to get to the quarterback. And even if you do, the guy is magic. He's got a great arm. They've got a great team. In all phases of the game, they are superior to every team so far. And they've proved it. And we got to beat the best to be the best. So this is the contest we're going to have to have. So we're going to have a good measuring stick on where we have to be in order to be the best come Sunday. And I hope we put up a contest because that's about all I can hope for at this point. That is it. That is all I have. And I am done with that. Bad the bone. All right, Raider Nation, it's time for the bone line. It's 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. As you all know by now, the bone line is probably packed stuff like it's never been before. <laughs> no, it's been stuffed this way before. Good and bad, really. I mean, yeah, I love you guys are calling in. It's good. It's good therapy, man, because we need to hear it all. We need to share it all because it all needs to come out. <laughs> if anything, Randy and I do that for the fans, and I think that is probably one of the best things we do uh, as a podcast. And I think it's so important because that is why I am speaking on the mic right now. So without any further ado, well, let's get to it. Uh, we want to hear what you have to say because I wish the coaching staff and the team could hear this. As a matter of fact, I wish the team would have to listen to every freaking Tebow interview that he gives or has given in the last two weeks. They should pipe that shit in to the locker room at major volume. I don't necessarily think think for us it matters too much how we get the W or or who makes the plays. They're, yeah, they're not going to remember what you did in November. They're going to remember what you did in December, and that's a good way for us to start. But we have to find a way to finish strong. And you know, Coach Fox always says that you got to start strong but finish stronger. I I just think they should do it because we have to fucking listen to it. That's why. All right, who's our first caller of the show? First, we have Raider Pam on the way to the game in Miami. <laughs> Sounds pretty peppy. <laughs> Hi there, guys. It's Raider Pam calling from West Palm Beach, Florida, and I am headed with my husband to the Dolphin game this weekend. Very excited about that. Last year had the unfortunate time in Jacksonville uh, when the Raiders were here in Florida, and uh, that was 
a nightmare, which we've seen replayed over and over again um, with the second half troubles. Um, I don't know, watching all those field, field goals, it makes you really proud and happy to have Sebastian Janikowski on the team, but I'm kind of concerned about the offense. Uh, it's funny, you know, um, sometimes we're concerned about the defense, sometimes we're concerned about the offense. I don't know what we're doing, but we're manage, managing to squeak by. Um, anyway, calling you from enemy territory where they have fantasies about getting in the playoffs and it's not going to happen, but we are headed there. And uh, this Palmer guy looks like he might just be able to do it. So go Raiders. We'll see you in Miami. Now, see, that's the insight of the Raider Nation. She had a feeling, <laughs> but always a little positive spin, of course, even knowing uh, the possibilities, which turned out to be. Thanks for the call. It's been a while since I've heard this last caller, but I welcome him every damn time. I love this guy, the Archangel. <laughs> Raider Nation, this is Archangel here. Well, it's the end of the third quarter, and the Raiders are getting their ass handed to them once again by the Miami Dolphins, just like they did when they came to the black hole and beat the hell out of us, just like they did. Uh, really pathetic. Offense, defense, and special teams playing like crap. I mean, if anything, the team is just not playing with any heart whatsoever. And I'm hoping that they're just not expecting to go ahead and get help as far as getting in the playoffs, because right now Denver's playing against Minnesota, and Minnesota is giving them a hard time. But you know what? Denver's fighting also. I mean, they're playing their hearts out. So uh, if we lose this game and if Denver happened to come and beat Minnesota, which is highly possible because they're going score for score with uh, Minnesota, then this is a game that the Raiders can look back at and say in addition to the Buffalo game and the game we played against Denver, those losses are the reason why we did not make the playoffs because we need to win the division in order to get in the playoffs. So uh, right now, uh, I've had enough of watching this game. Thank God I got the NFL package. Time for me to turn and watch some other game. And every time I uh, just show the score at the bottom of the ticker, uh, as far as what the score is the game, I'm going to go ahead and close my eyes and wait until they pass by our team. This is really pathetic. Peace. And that is why I love this guy, because he's great. <laughs> Says it like it is, man. I love it. Great call, brother. And next we have, well, we have the Knock Knock Radar. Knock, 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 knock. Can I help you? Yeah, I was looking for the Raiders. Uh, they're not here. They didn't show up this week. All right, thanks. <laughs> that was perfect, brother. That was perfect. And next we have Raider Bill and Raider Pam. Those very excited fans headed to Miami to see the Raiders win. Well, here they are. <laughs> I love it. Raider Greg. This is Raider Bill and Raider Pam. We went to the game today. We showed up along with a lot of other Raider fans, but the team 
didn't seem to show up. What the fuck is going on with that? The Raider Nation was there. The team was not there. Come on. It was an embarrassment. There you go. You heard it right there. People who witnessed firsthand. Oh, man. What a bummer. Well, thanks for the call. Letting us know how it was, man. I know it must have been brutal. And next we have N.E. Raider from Newcastle, England, the international Raider Nation. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is uh, N.E. Raider from Newcastle, England, um, except uh, I'm not in Newcastle, England at the moment. I'm in uh, fairly sunny South Florida, unfortunately, um, was at the game yesterday. Um, and, well, what can I say? Uh, the sun was shining, which was a good job, because that was about the only aspect of the day that didn't completely suck. Um, anyway, the Raider fans were out in force, and the Raider Nation spirit was out in force. Loads of Raiders fans in the, the section I was sitting in, um, and as usual, Raiders fans were absolutely great. But I think we were let down by our team today, um, and that starts from, from coaching at the top, I guess. Um, but uh don't want to say too much about the game. I'm sure everyone's seen it, uh, seen the stats by now. But um, like you always say, Raider Greg, we're the, the super freaks. You know, Hopefully we'll bounce back next week and get things moving again. Um, we'd better do, um, especially after seeing the, the Bronco Hose result yesterday. But um, yeah, hopefully we can bounce back from this loss. We've bounced back before. Um, still everything to play for. I want to keep, keep things positive. Um, okay, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. I'm out. Now, here's a man with a positive attitude talking about the super freaks coming back and winning against the Green Bay Packers. Man, I sure as hell hope we do that just for you, of all people, because of all the people who went to Miami. (laughs) Oh, gosh. This team has a bunch of payback, I'm telling you. Thanks for the call, my brother. And next, we have Raider Pam uh, on her way to work in the belly of the beast, as she says, uh, getting to be ridiculed by all the co-workers, the Floridians with the dolphin uh, attitude. So great call, by the way. You guys check this out. Pam is right on the target. Hi guys, this is Raider Pam calling from West Palm Beach, Florida, the belly of the beast. Uh, Needless to say, I'm headed into work and uh, after talking trash all day Friday to these dolphins, I'm going to be tortured by my colleagues. Went to the game. Um, I have to say the Raider Nation was out in full force, uh, all over Florida represented, Georgia, met people from Maryland, Puerto Rico, New York, um, saw license plates with Raider paraphernalia from all over the South, Carolinas, etc. And the nation is unified, but the nation is also really humiliated and depressed by the turn of events at that Sun Life Stadium. I have to say, sitting there, I was appalled. I don't know, did we ever get a first down? What was it, the second half or something? What, did we get one on a penalty? How can a team function like that? 
what, we have distractions because of a gun going off in Alabama that sends everybody into a tizzy? I don't know what the hell is going on with the Raiders, but, you know, after 10 years of support for the team and thinking that things are finally going the right way and, you know, feeling a sense of optimism, I'm just totally pessimistic now. They can let it all go just like that, hardly doing a goddamn thing. I'm just disgusted. And we have a serious game coming up. And, uh, yeah, let's see us rally now. I don't know. i got to pull myself together. i get got to get back to the positive attitude. But I don't even know what I was seeing. You know, there's a team out here in Palm Beach County. It's a high school team. It's called the Pahokee Raiders. And they wear the Raider colors. And they were at the game. They were in the parking lot. We saw a bunch of those players. They should have been on the field. Definitely would have done better than the professional Raiders that were out there. So I've got to say, uh, onward and upward, I'm out. Very well said. Raider Pam. <laughs> I couldn't add a thing. Next is my very good brother, Hell Raider, and he's mad as hell <laughs> this time. And you can hear it in his voice. I feel you, brother. Check him out. This is Hell Raider calling in about the game yesterday. I uh, <clears throat> did not call after the game. I just want to say that I have never in my life turned off a game, ever. Uh, even if we were getting killed or obviously winning, never turned it off until yesterday. Turned it off with about two minutes left in the third, didn't turn it on again until I was trying to find just to see <clears throat> what the score was. And I guess I saw we scored two piddly little touchdowns. Uh, that's the biggest ass beating I've ever seen them take. Well, the one that comes to mind is that Jets beat down a couple years ago where Sanchez was sucking on a hot dog or something. But um, awful game. Um, everything was terrible. And, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> I, I, my problem with the whole team now is that I feel that it's, it's, it's over with. Uh, I feel that Denver's going to keep winning. I've, I've been saying that, oh, Tebow's not going to keep winning because other teams are too stupid in this league to put eight men in the box, which I guess they tried. I don't know if they did yesterday or not. But nobody apparently is going to put eight men in the box, so they're going to keep winning. And I have no doubt in my mind that we're I don't, we're going to get our ass beat next week. I think we play the Packers. We're going to get our ass filleted. Um, and I don't see us – I just see us choking. I see the Chargers coming back and beating us just because they'll have nothing to play for and they'll just want to kick our ass. So uh, I say playoffs over, no playoffs. Uh, definitely uh, Tebow is going to keep winning. Um, Richard Seymour, I mean, I don't know what the hell that guy's getting mad, but he can't be doing that, punching people. But too many injuries, too much to deal with, and um, just don't show up as usual. And um, just ridiculous. Carson Palmer's the first game I've actually seen him play where he really didn't look that great. But we got too many injuries against us, and, you know, I think they showed a stat yesterday, but that's like 40% of the offense is Denarius Moore, Jacoby Ford, and McFadden. And I just don't see us winning. I don't need, I think we maybe win one more game this year. Maybe one. So we finish, finish up 8-8, eight and eight, I guess. Um, whatever. So pretty, uh, pretty annoyed, pretty annoyed and irritated. I mean, kind of just, I mean, I don't know. 
just they just worn me out. Personally, I'm ready, already fucking thrown in the towel, and I'm I'm just watching New Jersey Devils hockey and waiting for the New York Knicks to start basketball. Thank God for basketball coming back because fucking football is over with for me. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I, I just don't think they have anything left to offer. So um, I'll watch the games and I hope they win, but I I think they mailed it in. The whole Rolando McLean thing, what a dumbass. Here's all I'll say about that. If you were given the day off for a funeral, go to the funeral and get your ass back to California. Every fucking time you go to Decatur, Alabama, some dumb shit happens. And you're too fucking... I thought I thought this guy was actually a pretty intelligent guy. He's just like all the other dumb, idiot sports athletes. White or black, Chinese, purple, green, blue, whatever. Dumb fucking retards. Um... I don't make a bazillion dollars of money. I've never even been in the back of a fucking cop car ever. Don't plan to. And I posted something, but you would think that people who don't have money would turn to doing stupid shit like that because they need to make the quick buck. So, I don't know. I've never been arrested. Never will be arrested. Um, Don't really understand, but anyway, um, I feel the season's over with, so I'll just start looking for next year. And then we'll talk about how we're going to lose Michael Bush and a bunch of other players and I don't know. So, anyway, I don't plan to call back in the rest of the year because I just don't, you know, I guess if we win, we will. I mean, I'm going to be watching, hope we win, but don't got a lot of faith in them. So. Well, you know, there's a lot of us that have that same feeling, but, you know, as long as there's, as long as there's a wick in the candle, you got to hope that that thing stays lit. So, because, man, we don't want it to go out yet, but it's pretty dim. And uh, you're right, brother, but. Let's hope. We can always hope. And next we have Raider Cogs representing Big up in Florida, baby, in Miami. Check him out. This is Raider Cogs calling in from Miami, Florida, after this wonderful game that our team just played. Let me tell you guys, I was there, and it was uglier than what you saw on TV. They came out with, like, a, a sud a dud, whatever you want to call them. They had no fizz in their whiz. They came across from our wonderful Oakland, and uh, it just laid a bad egg here, man. But we had more friggin' Raider fans in that stadium than the Dolphin fans were there, man. We were really there trying to pull for them. And on a game that they should have won, should have blew them out, they did not. Other than that, we had a great party on Saturday night for the Ted Hendricks Foundation. We saw D2 Metro Raiders were there, the Arizona Raiders were there, Atlanta Raiders were there, all the booster groups, including the South Florida booster groups, were there. That was a great party for all at the Caldwell Casino. Sorry there wasn't enough notice for everybody out there. Might have missed it, but uh, other than that, it was good. McLean, man, this one's on you, buddy. Distraction, messing up outside, you know, your grandpa dies, whatever. We all understand that, but, man, you know, you didn't show up. Made a big problem for this team. Reminds me of Barrett Robbins in a Super Bowl. Traveled all that time, spent 2500 bucks, and uh, got an egg. Anyways, uh, well, doesn't look like we're going to have good news next week either facing Green Bay. Uh, everybody's going to be out saying we're haters, and uh, they're not going to want to be, be on our bandwagon anymore. So looks like a long remaining rest of the season if we're going to play like this. Well, gentlemen, peace out. Raider Cog. Well, maybe it'll be a long rest of the season. Maybe it'll be just a season that we can watch our team and not worry about the playoffs anymore. I don't know. Uh, at this point, sometimes uh, if you're not really kicking on all cylinders and it doesn't look like it's going to happen, you just got to watch the team and see what happens. Well, we can only hope. I hope we win. 
you know, like, it's feeling pretty bleak, you know. Next, we have a first-time caller, Raider Fat Matt. What is happening, Matt? Hey, Raider Greg, this is uh, Raider Fat Matt calling from Sacramento. First-time caller here. Sitting here watching this Oakland and Miami game, fourth quarter, 12 minutes and 10 seconds now. And it's just unbelievable how these Raiders, you know, beat these teams that are 7-5 and five and 7-3, and three, you know, these tough teams, they show up. And then they play, you know, a Miami a 3-8 and fucking, what, three and eight team, and it looks like shit, you know. Kansas City got blown out, now we get blown out to Miami. It makes no fucking sense. You know, it's real frustrating. It pisses me off. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You know, Hugh Jackson on second and 30 wants to run the fucking ball. Are you kidding me? I mean, you know, our best players are the special team, fucking Sebastian Janikowski and Shane Leckler. It's ridiculous, you know. Uh, you know, defense doesn't show up again. It's just the same thing over and over and over. It gets, you know, tiring. Um, you know, I'm frustrated. I'm pissed. You know, I don't know what else to fucking say, man. It's, it's horrible. Same thing over and over and over and over. You know, the, Miami looks like the damn playoff team here. The Raiders don't look like a playoff team, um, especially like this. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pissed, man. Uh, thank you. Matt. It's the Jekyll and Hyde phenomenon with the Raiders. You just don't know who's going to show up. And really, uh, our team hasn't really all shown up at the same time. We, we've been, you know, injured out. So, hey, man, it is what it is. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. <laughs> and the fact that our team just didn't even give a shit. They didn't even play. That's what's so freaking pathetic. Thanks for the call, man. And next, my very good brother. Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. What's up, my brother? Raider Nation, what's going on? Raider Chris, Scranton, PA. Uh, turned the game off with uh, five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, just a uh, horrific, embarrassing, pathetic performance or lack of by the Raiders. Uh, looked more like a practice for Miami. You know, there was holes here and there. You know, Matt Moore's running through them. Bush is running through them. The coaches from Miami are running through them. You know, you got you got linebackers and secondary people just sitting Indian style on the field. Like, we, we look horrible. We look like the old Oakland Raiders. We look terrible. And as the Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Raiders said, it's like they overlooked this team for Green Bay. Just, it's pathetic. And Richard Seymour, he's got to stop throwing these damn punches. He's hurting us more than he's helping us. I don't know what this guy's doing. He's been in the league long enough to know what to do, what not to do. Uh, and 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 Bush. The last time I seen halftime, it was five carries for five yards. Seriously. And now Palmer wants Palmer and the offense decide to play football. Was he that that badly jet lagged? I don't know. It's pathetic. Pathetic play calling. Pathetic defensive calls. Like, I don't, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to to. To lose is one thing, but to get blown out by a, a team with three wins is is even worse. It's just it's it's embarrassing, and uh, the team should ha hang their heads very low to where their chins are dragging on the ground. This is this is pathetic and embarrassing, and uh, now they got to regroup and get ready for Green Bay. So I'm sitting here hoping and praying that that Minnesota wins. 
uh, two minutes left in this game. So we, we got to figure out what's going on in this game and, and see what happens from here. But I'm just I'm disappointed big time in this in this team and, and the lack of performance by Oakland. It's 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 an embarrassing day to be a Raider fan. It really is, and it kills me to say that. But just just a god awful performance. It's just another practice day for Miami. That's all this was. So uh, Raider Nation, this is me to Chris. I'm out like a fat girl in dodgeball. You know, I think it's interesting because I heard a lot of Raider fans say they turned the game off in the third quarter. And that just doesn't happen. I mean, it just doesn't happen. But uh, And that's why people say it. It's so remarkable that they were so frustrated. It's a huge thing to say. It says a lot because we never turn it off. Um, yeah, pathetic is seems to be the word, oh, the day. Thank you, brother. Next is my very good brother, Raider Steve from Vegas. Well, man, let me hear you. You always got something good. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Steve in Vegas. Um, you know, I I said all week that uh, we shouldn't take this Miami game for granted because Miami always gives us trouble. Uh, they always fucking bring it, and they always seem to kick our ass these last few years it's really frustrating so in a way this doesn't hurt that bad but man the Raiders gotta learn to win games like this I mean there's no excuse for losing to a team that is not as good as you I mean of course they're fucking injured but they played totally unexpired and uninspired today they looked really bad and uh you know I know we have a lot of injuries um that clearly caught up to us today and I'll be and McLean, that you just you fucking sunk this team this week, brother. That's that's the worst. I'm wearing McLean's jersey, but it makes me sick uh, that he would put himself in that situation. Um, I don't know if it's his fault, but regardless, the Raiders played like shit today. It's absolutely unacceptable. Um, nonetheless, you know, probably better we lost this week. They'll be more fired up for Packers next week. I would. Totally not be surprised to watch the Raiders beat the Packers next week. I'm out. Now, really, that's the first time I've seen or heard Steve uh, not be absolutely, totally blown out. I know he is. We're all blown out by the lack of drive, lack of any pop that this team had. But, like he says, man, we could be the super freaks this week. Um, Who knows? You know, that's where we are. We're in the who knows section of the time of year with this team. You just never know. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, the Tempest of Tampa, Radar Mike. And you can hear he's driving home, and that's a brutal drive after a beatdown like that. What you got, man? Radar Greg, Radar Mike. Tampa, Florida. Give you a call in regards to this game here in Miami. Just driving back from Miami going back to Tampa. And this, I mean, I am just sick and tired of just going to these Raider games, traveling to them, and they just don't show up. I understand you're traveling across country and time change, even the weather change, because it's humid here in Florida. But come on, these guys... Most of these guys are playing the SEC in college. 
or they live down here in Florida, the off season. So it doesn't make too much sense why they can't, you know, get it together. I'm going to put this solely on the coaching staff again. This is just bullshit. This Chuck Fresh in the hand has to get the fuck out of there. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Excuse my language. I am tired of this making these sorry-ass quarterbacks like Matt Moore a freaking all-star. This guy is some total garbage. He couldn't even beat out Jake DeLome last year, and he's a starter for Miami. I mean, that's just, just unbelievable. Lack of preparation. No blitzes at all. No uh, type of adjustments to this Anthony Fasano just tearing us up through the middle. And I'm sitting here just watching this game. at great seats. I'm right behind the Raider bench. One row behind the Raider bench. And these guys just act like they don't care. I guess they were partying on fucking South Beach last night. Hugh Jackson, I don't he He did not prepare these guys. And the special team, we shut down freaking Devin Hester last week and just fucking Travis Bess or whoever is asshole is, just runs all over us. I don't know what happened with Blackbird today. I mean, he was booming punch last week. I mean, granted, it was windy there, but, geez, I guess windy in the old too. So, I mean, you're right on the bay there. So, I, I don't understand that. So, I mean, I don't – and then this – why don't we just let Leckler do the kickoff so Janet Kaffee gets better? I mean, I don't understand he, his leg. He can't kick touchbacks. That was another thing that was killing us. This, their kicker was kicking touchbacks every single time they would kick the ball to us. So special teams sucked. Run defense, garbage again. Reggie Bush, I mean, all you got to do is keep him outside. Keep him from running outside to stop him, but he was gashing us up the middle. Offensive line, Khalif Barnes jumping offside, and this no change of pace back. We have Rock Cart right now. Brandon, he is not a Derek McFadden or uh, any other uh, a speedster, but he's got more speed than damn Michael Bush, and he could catch the ball. The guy was pretty good when he played for uh, the Redskins. As a matter of fact, I remember the last time he was with the Redskins. On, oh, he kind of catches us with a couple of screens when they beat us with Jason Campbell's a quarterback against us when the Redskins. So why could we put him out in screens and, Run him a little bit more, see what he can do. We got Green Bay this week. Watch we play better against them. I put money on it that we could win that game or we're going to make it a game. But then we get blown out by sorry-ass Miami. But anyway, well, I'm driving back to Tampa from Miami. Still got three hours to think about this bullshit. So but it was good to see my Raiders and uh, Raider brothers and sisters from the West Coast and all over the country and the world. That's always a great part of going to Raider games. But I want to fucking win. I'm tired of going to games here in Florida or in the Southeast, but we're losing. I guess I'll just listen to see what you guys say, Raider Craig. Raider Nation for life. Peace. What I got to say is you hit every nail right on the head. What I got to say is this team just didn't have any magic. He had no drive. Everybody looked like they were, you know... <laughs> Looks like the body snatchers came in the night before and traded places with these guys. I don't know this team. I don't know the team that went to Miami. I don't know who they are. Bush, 10 runs for 18 yards. Are you kidding me, Hugh Jackson? Where's Marcel Reese? Where's Rock Hartwhite and Marcel Reese? Where's some type of trickery plays that takes the eight and the box out of the box? Because that's what they had all game. Don't get me started.
You already did. Thanks for the call, man. And next, my very, very good friend. Man, I miss this guy because we don't hear from him enough. See money. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Nation, what's going on, man? It's C-Money, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what's good? Uh, I just want to touch on a few subjects. I can't figure these fucking guys out from week to week. I mean, one week they do good, next week they do bad. I mean, how, how, how do you go to San Diego with all the injuries that we had? How do you win a game like that or win games like that and then turn around and come to Miami and get fucking blown out like that? That is... It, it, doesn't make no fucking sense to me. Just when you think they've got it, they put everything together and they've been fucking on the right page, they're going in the right direction, you know, and everything looks good, they fuck you right up, man. I mean, Hugh Jackson, I said in the podcast before that I liked the guy, I thought he was a good coach, loved his attitude, loved his passion, loved loved what he was doing with the team, how he was turning them around in the right direction. I'm second-guessing my thoughts here. You know, I, I, I'm thinking he may not be the right guy for us. And I'm still skeptical. You know, believe it or not, Raider Greg, I'm, I'm fucking skeptical about, on that trade with Kasim Palm. I don't give a fuck what anybody in the Raider Nation says. I'm, I'm skeptical about that fucking trade. I still think it was a bad trade. I don't think it was a good trade. Um, I still believe that we should have went with fucking Terrell Pryor as our starting quarterback. I mean, fuck it. If, if things are going the way I think they're going to go, Fuck it. We ain't making the playoffs anyway. So it would have been better to put that kid in, let, let us see what he was made of. He would have, you know, who knows? Who knows what we would have did with that kid and how far he would have took us or what he could have been or what he could have been like. So, But if things keep going the way I think they're going to go, we're not going to fucking make the playoffs anyway because there ain't no wild card coming out of the AFC West. There's only going to be a division winner. And from the looks of things and the rest of our schedule and how things are playing itself, you know, I'm very skeptical that that we're going to win the fucking AFC West. I think Denver's going to fucking do it because of this T-Bow motherfucker. I mean, this is ridiculous. Every week, this motherfucker's pulling the hat out of his ass. And um, I, I really thought our season was over, to be honest with you, Raider Greg and Raider Randy. I thought our season was over when Jason Campbell went down. When Jason Campbell went out for the season, I thought our season was over. I really did. Because this is a guy that's fucking helped build that franchise the last couple of years, turned it around. He's the main fucking cog that's really helped turn this fucking franchise around. And when he went down, that was it. No matter who we had put in there, even though I would have liked to see Terrell Pryor fucking get the stop, because that's who Al fucking drafted, just, in, just for that matter, just for exactly for what happened, for Jason going down, that's why he got him to be the backup. Um, but... You know, for some reason or another, you know, Mr. Bubbles fucked us up the ass and went and got Carson Palmer and gave up all them picks in the first and second round and possibly two first rounds. Um, but, you know, this asshole McLean doing what he did, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of these fucking guys. I think our season's done. I think we're done. I don't think we're going to make the playoffs. I think we'll lose at least fucking two of the next fucking four games. I don't think we're going to beat uh, Green Bay, definitely. And we may not beat fucking Detroit at home. I mean, who knows? Last time Detroit played us in the fucking the Coliseum, they fucking kicked our asses. And uh, that's it. So I got to say this is C Money. I'm signing off. And, uh, hey, I'm crossing my fingers, man, and I'm hoping we make the playoffs, but I don't think we're going to fucking do it, man. I think it's just uh, false hopes, man, false hopes. So, Raider Nation, peace out. And uh, 
Let's see what happens. One love. Well, man, I, I just, I hope Carson Palmer turns out to be as good as I think he could be. And it seems like he's a pretty good game game ball guy. I think he could throw the ball. I think he manages the ball well. He hasn't had any receivers. Terrell Pryor would just run all over the place and probably not do very well at that because he has no one to throw the ball to, man. I don't care who's back there. At least we have a veteran that can get the ball out. He's seen a lot. Um, and I don't know about this Terrell Pryor guy. I hope I'm wrong, but I I don't. That's why he's not playing because he must not be that good. Um, thanks for the call, man. It's always good. Always good, brother. Last but not least, we have Rada Ho from Indio. You know, I used to live there. I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing me saying that, but it's true. I love it. Hey, this is Raider Ho from the Coachella Valley. What's going on, guys? Just want to touch bases on the callers. Hey, guys, Raider Nation. Uh, let's stay positive. I know the last game was a shit game, but it's done and over with. And just because you guys call, and I'm probably, I probably did one or two calls where I'm ranting and raving and cussing and hollering, that does not make a good call. But by all means, root for our team. This is our Super Bowl coming up this weekend against the Packers. Let's uh, give them their first loss, guys. It's almost like a far-fetched dream, but you know what? It can happen. Just root for your team, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's keep this uh, team together, too, because... Um, you know, Molly's already looking looking forward to next season. I mean, this season isn't over by all means, but you know what? You got to play perfect football to be a Super Bowl champion. And uh, just because you make it to the first round of playoffs doesn't mean doodly squat. So let's keep this team together because I know we can make something of this team. We got the talent to do it, and uh, that is that. And um, let's go beat the Packers. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Very positive note there. Uh, you know, we do have to look forward to this next game. It is our Super Bowl. It is the most important game we'll ever play this year. It would be great to knock out the uh, defending world champions, don't you think? Wouldn't it make a difference? Wouldn't it make a difference to you? It would make a hell of a difference to me. Uh, and and the way that the Raider Ho is talking uh, it seems to me like we can do it. I know <laughs> the super freak could come out at any minute and uh, rip someone down. So let's hope it does happen to them cheese heads. Uh, let's melt some cheese. Let's have some fondue out uh, in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Thanks for the call, brother. And that will do it for this podcast. I wish we could end on a positive note. <laughs> Or let me say, begin on a positive note. But, hey, man, that's what this show's all about. You got to vet. You got to throw it out there because, man, it's going to be sure frustrating with this team. Uh, this last game was a pathetic uh, example of football. I hated it. You hated it. Let's move on. We have a completely different game. A new team, I hope, rises from the ashes like the Phoenix. And that uh, takes a big Phoenix crap on the Cheeseheads there at Lambeau Field. Until then, uh, let's hope that it happens, man. Let's hope we get some of these injured players back. Oh, brother. I am Raider Greg. <laughs>